0: Previously in the Valley of Green Gold. Crow Island is going to be really great for a deity like Pericone. but there is already a deity that has a bit of a hold on Crow Island. And honestly, we
1: kind of overlap in some ways. The deity is Lara the Queen of Lies. Lara the Queen of Lies? I have definitely not heard of Lara the Queen of Lies. Do do you know who worships her? Uh, I don't. Figure out who's worshiping Lara, the queen of
0: deceit, and then uncover those lies. That's the best thing. Uh, Sunlight is the best cure for bullshit. That's, I mean, I should know. Uh, One of
1: my things is deception. Uh, But not you. Not you. You should have led with- I guess that's why you didn't leave with it. The deception part. This is on me. Yeah. Paracon, you're you're a tricky duck, sir. I am honored to be your manager and deity, and
0: I will see you on the material plane. Hey! Welcome wombat folk and trolls, sorcerers and orcs to Rated RPG, the fantasy role-playing podcast where we toss dice and have fun adventures with our friends. This is the Valley of Green Gold. Episode 43. Okay, we're in the midst of the great battle for Merchant Harbor. Aaron, Why
2: is the Whoop Whoop Troop involved? Because the zombified dragon turtle rolled into the bay and started destroying everything.
0: Yeah, a pirate and his crew had turned a dragon turtle's corpse into a ship. And uh, you guys weren't facing the fight alone. Tag Pub 7, the four-armed construct, and Sheriff Dandy Griffin were battling right alongside you. how are they faring not so well
3: dandy Griffin's got his legs bit off pretty sure <laughs> yeah. and uh, he was
0: like oh dear <laughs> he's in the water unconscious so to yeah he's not he's not doing great yeah and although Bunny DePain is dead or at least was when the combat started he was still there kind of not in spirit but in body <laughs> Dion how did you like playing an undead version of Bunny Depane
1: man it made me realize how much I talk because those grunts I was like there's so many things I want to say and all I got is like I thought your grunts were very expressive though yeah Mm -hmm. thank you Mm -hmm. you know what I, I do my best man also, like, when the battle with the turtle started, I was like, well, let me see what the zombie can do. So to get cut in half immediately was very funny to me. Just like, oh, never mind. Sit your ass down.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's like a pretty pro wrestler way to go to get chomped in half by a dragon turtle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your top half was still crawling around and moaning from time to time. So he's still kind of doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dragon turtle was not the only monster on the battlefield. Brad, Silbeth proved the power of Chaos.
4: <laughs> she <laughs> did. She has a favorite spell, which is Chaos Bolt. And there's always a chance that a Chaos Bolt, if you roll two of the same numbers on your d8 damage roll, it will split and you can take it to another uh, person. Yeah. And in addition, she has a meta magic feat, which allows her to split a single target <laughs> spell. So yeah. uh, there was basically splitting of splitting of splitting going on. And she did a lot of massive damage
0: that round. Yeah, it was like over 60 points, I think, oh, yeah. in one round. Yeah. yeah. And, the, yep. and that round of combat, when we edited it and we put it in the podcast, it was like seven minutes. But the reality was it was like 21 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Which, if we're sitting around a table playing D&D, like, yeah, that tracks. Who hasn't had that? Yeah. The Whoop Whoop Troop. Actually, seem to be doing pretty well in the fight. Uh, Zombunny was a meat shield. He's in two pieces, but otherwise, you guys are largely unscathed. Uh, Wendell and Silbeth are lightly wounded. Clubhead is uninjured thanks to his uh, defensive capabilities.
3: Yeah, my temporary hit points. I took a hit to those, but uh, I'm, I still got 14 of them, so I'm,
0: I'm doing good. Nice. Okay, so Garth Greengrass, the big Knoll bro, was gravely wounded by Silbeth's Chaos Bolt. He took cover and has been hiding away for much of the fight. You may have have also noticed that the little knoll runt is wounded, but still took the fight to Tag Pub Seven. Although maybe he's not up for that, right? <laughs> uh, he's still on the dock. Uh, duking it out with Tag Pub 7. There are still five bloated, shambling corpses converging on Clubhead down on the beach, and Wendell and Silbeth are keeping their distance from that, while still clearly offering some offense. And then there's Pirate Captain croak Jack, who is seriously wounded, and I think you all would gather that his plan to quickly subdue Merchant Harbor is not going very well. Yeah. The sheriff got into melee combat with the zombified dragon turtle. And while he got his licks in, he also really got beat badly. His legs were bitten. You're not sure if he's maybe missing his legs or if they're broken. You know he's missing a wing and he is lying in the water unconscious, which means if you don't do something to save Dandy Griffin, the sheriff could very well die. It was about that same time that he goes in the water that there is a storm cloud that gathers over the dragon turtle. This lightning bolt comes down and crashes right into the dragon turtle. And standing there in front of you is Bunny Depayne. Now Dion, uh, Bunny Depayne did go through a little bit of a transformation when he uh, came back to the material plane. And some of those things may be just purely cosmetic. Could you describe what Bunny is wearing currently?
1: You know, previously I had the like white jumpsuit with the fringe, but that was the old me. That was me who got stabbed by a little motherfucker and couldn't hit him once. We're done with that. Now I'm wearing, get this, the exact same outfit, but with gold outline fringe. And on top of that, it says, the pan on the back, and I got knee pads now. Now the reason I have knee pads is because I feel like every time I run, I whiff on people because I don't have like enough aerodynamics, right? <laughs> so on each one of them, on one it says ice, and on the other one it says cold, and then I have a card piece that says get some. <laughs> That's what I look like now.
3: <laughs> we need fan art of this immediately. <laughs> Especially a detailed picture
0: of the (laughs) codpiece. I mean, it it brings it all together, you know. (laughs) Okay, so as the lightning bolt strikes the dragon turtle, Bunny Depane is standing there in all of his glory. And you notice that the dragon turtle goes limp. Its legs go limp. And this dragon turtle cadaver slumps down into the soft sand. But is it dead? you don't know yet. The battle rages on and we are back up at the top of the turn order and Silbeth is up first. Uh, Brad can you make an insight check please? I
4: certainly can.
0: 23. All right so with a 23 taking stock of the battlefield you know that the sheriff needs help. You can tell that calicroak Jack is not in a good way. If you were ever to convince someone to surrender, now might be the time to do it. Uh, everybody else in the party, other than Clubhead, is not at imminent risk of being harmed. Woo. So what are you gonna do? How far away is the sheriff? You would be able to dash and jump off of the dock into the water, Mm-hmm. but that would be it. Okay, and where is Calicroak Jack right now? Calicroak Jack is on the far end of the beach, past all of the waterlogged zombies, past Clubhead. Again, you wouldn't be able to get all the way to him unless you used up all of your movement to do that. So hes he can hear me right now if I were to yell? Yes.
4: Calicroak Jack, you, you saw what I could, could do. do. You saw that I almost killed you in one shot. I think maybe it's time for you to admit, especially now that it looks like your mighty zombie dragon turtle is out, that you lay down your arms and give up.
0: That's feels like a persuasion or intimidation check. I was going intimidation in my mind. All right, cool. Well, if that's what you want to roll, go ahead and roll it.
4: Well... Okay. I wish I had advantage, but I had nothing to be able
0: to give it to me, so I got an eight. Oh. Calicroak Jack, I don't know, maybe he didn't hear every single word that you said. Maybe he's just tied up in, in, in the chaos of battle, and uh, he does not respond to you in any meaningful way. All right. Um, did that take up an, uh, an action, or? Emery, how do you handle that? Because there was an intimidation check, so it feels like the action. So this
3: is kind of metagamey here, but like, if there was a chance that the player would significantly affect combat by succeeding at that check, then I usually am like, okay, that was an action. Okay. If there never really was a chance that they would have
0: succeeded at at affecting much, then I would say like, ah, it's just not an action. Okay. Yeah, I would say it's an action uh, because of the deliberate nature of it, and it would have affected things. Okay.
4: In that case, I'm going to move as close to... Sheriff Griffin as I can. And I don't think I have any cantrips that are
0: bonus actions, but let me double check. Alright. Silbeth takes off running down the dock from the beach. It's not very far, but it uses up all of your movement. You can't dash because you already used an action to try to convince the captain to surrender. I would like to cast Expeditious Retreat as a bonus action and then run. Ah, yes. That's a good idea. Ah.
5: Uh-huh. Mm. Retreat expeditiously, you will.
4: <laughs> um, I, st- I still can't really get there because um, it
0: uses my bonus action to cast it. Yeah. It'll pay off next round. Yeah. One of the waterlogged zombies that has Clubhead surrounded is going to swat at him with a smushy fist. <laughs> Smush fist. Smush fist! Smush fist. And that is not a hit. A 10, not a hit, is it? Nope deny yeah. Hey. He just kind of slaps you ineffectively on the chest, <laughs> as if he's like, "Get out of here." Well, he shouldn't have hit me with his smushy fist. Yeah. Should have hit me with his rock hard fist. Yeah. He doesn't have one. It's a waterlogged zombie. <laughs> Aww. All right, and it is your turn,
3: Clubhead. Emery. Okay. Yeah, I'm so worried about Dandy Griffin. First of all, can I see him?
0: From where you are, you would not be able to see him, but you would have seen about where he fell into the water.
3: Okay. And is that area that he fell into the water, is that within 60 feet of me? I would say it is exactly 60 feet from you. Okay. Well, then I have a chance to possibly save him.
4: Ooh.
3: Uh, I am going to middle of being surrounded by all these zombies. I'm going to look over in that general direction and cast Wither and Bloom. Oh. If I can, I will ha- I would like for the area of it to uh, overlap with an enemy. For example, like maybe the dragon turtle, if that thing's still kicking. Um, but it's a 10-foot radius sphere. <laughs> okay. Not within 10
0: feet of Dandy
3: Griffin. Okay. One creature of my choice in that area can roll one of their unspent hit dice and regain a number of hit points equal to that roll plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is
0: plus four. What? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So for an unconscious creature, this would definitely bring them back to consciousness.
3: Yep. He wouldn't be dying. He would just be... You know, floating in the water,
0: soaked and horribly maimed, but (laughs) you wouldn't be dying. All right, so a hit dice for this character is a d10, and that is a
3: three. Not great, Dandy. Plus four for my wisdom, so seven hit points for him.
0: Oh, marvelous. I'm going to give you inspiration for that, Emery. Oh! That was a very inspired... Very inspired use of that spell. Thank you. Hell yeah. All right, anything else for
3: Clubhead? No, I can't really move because I don't want to provoke a bunch of attacks of opportunity from these
0: zombies, so I'm just going to stay there. All right. Tag Pub 7, seeing that Dandy Griffin is in the water, wh- he was about to do something about that, but then Clubhead cast uh, Wither and Bloom, and Dandy Griffin is conscious again. Yay. And uh, kicking around, splashing around in the water.
1: Whoa! Ah! I can't swim very good.
0: (laughs) And so Tag Pub is going to focus on Runt. With four arms, as you might expect, you're probably gonna be pretty good at grappling and (laughs) Tag Pub has already fired light crossbows and is not going to be able to reload them. So he's going to try to grapple the little Runt. A twenty-three on his athletics check. she's very nice. Runt, the uh, four-foot-tall <gasps> Noel, gets a fifteen on his acrobatics check, so he is currently wow grappled <laughs> by Tag Pub Seven. Just look, guy. Yeah. Now Tag Pub Seven gets to attack actions, so he's going to try to restrain Runt. A twenty-three on Tag Pub 7's athletics
5: check. A twelve! Oh, he caught him! <laughs>
0: yeah. Four arms make it almost impossible to break free. Woo-hoo. As uh, Tag Pub is all over Runt, and Runt is squirming. Let go, of me! You damn beast!
5: <laughs> you have been apprehended. <laughs> so uh,
0: Runt is is restrained by Tag Pub Seven. Mm, nice. And then Calicroak Jack looks around the beach. He sees that he's yeah the five waterlogged zombies. They're they're still attacking you guys. But the dragon turtle is not moving, and uh, everybody else is kind of screwed on his team. Yeah. And Bunny DuPayne just showed up <laughs> in a lighting
2: bolt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he takes off running <laughs> oh, down the beach. Oh. And he says,
5: you might have beat me this time, but you're never gonna take Calicroak Jack alive, baby!
0: <laughs> and he runs. He dashes. <laughs> All right, waterlogged zombies, they don't care if the captain has left the fight. They're gonna keep trying to stab and injure Clubhead. That's what they do. A spear is jabbed at Clubhead and misses. A scimitar comes slicing at him and it is easily deflected by your wonderful uh, shield of mushroom caps. <laughs> Another spear comes over the top. And
3: again, what do you do to deflect? Uh, I bite this one's hand. He goes swinging
0: for my face and I just bite his
3: fingers off. <laughs> Spit him out in his eyes. <laughs>
0: Uh, They don't care. They don't care. Uh, You know, anyone else would freak out, but they don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Runt squirms and tries to weasel his way out of the grasp of this four-armed construct, and he is unsuccessful in doing so. Dandy Griffin does his best. He's missing a wing, and uh, his legs are mangled, and he's carefully trying to tread water so he doesn't drown. Help! Help!
2: And then, Wendell the Wombat, it is your turn. So, uh, when we were last with Wendell, he was underground and he was heading towards Runt, I believe. So, Runt seems to be handled at the moment. The captain, is he... How far away right now would you say?
0: He is at least 60 feet away from Wendell. At least 60 feet. Yeah, Wendell being underground, I think you were, yeah, you were headed toward Runt, who is up on the docks. Okay. But I think Wendell would have pretty good, like awareness of the situation.
2: Okay. So you, you're you able to shift gears. Trying to decide if I should, yeah, I think Runt's settled. So I think I'm gonna send, uh, Wendell's gonna send the flaming sphere that he's summoned down the beach towards the captain. Right. What's your range on your flaming
0: sphere? 60 feet. You're just beyond 60 feet.
2: What if I moved? Then
0: you would be within 60 feet. I will do that. All right. Tell me how this goes. What, what does he do? Does he have a dexterity saving throw?
2: He has to make a dexterity saving throw. 2d6 fire damage if he fails to save. Otherwise, half.
5: Gallop, grope, jack, gonna move so fast. Oh, a natural one! A okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, He
0: trips on a chunk awesome. of driftwood and falls to the ground just as your flaming sphere slams into his back.
2: Haha, you won't get away that easily, fool. And the flaming sphere does six points of damage and hovers basically in front of where he was trying to run.
0: Well, the flaming sphere hits him. And then he is motionless and unconscious on the ground. He was close. Very.
2: You tangled with the wrong wombat folk today. Great job, Wendell. Thank you.
3: You hear Clubhead shout that uh, from somewhere inside a mass of zombies that are all (laughs) climbing all over him.
2: (laughs) Wendell looks over and sees all the zombies that are uh, attacking Clubhead, and, and he decides that if The captain is unmoving, then he's going to head over towards those zombies. All right. Bunny is standing on top of the dragon turtle. And as you look
0: down, you see that the lightning strike has scorched a giant black crack in the back of the dragon turtle. And this crack is spreading and starting to, you can hear it popping as the shell is starting to come apart. And on the back of the dragon turtle shell, two of those patterned blocks, they're called scoots, they have like uh, hinges on them that have been made into compartments. And you see one of them open, and it's the Knoll, Garth Greengrass.
1: He and you lock eyes. What do you do? I go straight for Garth, and I'm like, "Remember me, sucker!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I run towards him. First, I wanna grab him by the collar. So that is a grapple? (laughs) That's a grapple. An an athletics, or in your case, because you're a pro wrestler, you can use athletics or acrobatics for that. Ooh, and you know I'm gonna use acrobatics. 27! Oh, 23, sorry. It's 23. (laughs) got too excited. (laughs) Oh yeah, you grab him. You've got him by the collar. I said, look at my face! Do you know who Paracone is?
0: <laughs> do, you, do you pull him out of the compartment that he was hiding in? I
1: just rip his ass straight out. Yes, hell yeah. He's the reason I died. Not really, but kinda. He is so in shock. Do you know who Paracone is? Paracone, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know who Paracone is? I don't know who Paracone is for the second time. Does he look like a sucker? And then <laughs> I want to do my attack. Uh, I want to use my slap attack but now it's the paracomb Pimp Slap. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. (laughs) I'm assuming, no, I should have stated it before, but since I just came back, am I ice cold right now? Am I in ice cold mode? Is that safe to assume? Yes, so you deal additional damage if you hit. That means I get two more attack attempts, correct? Yeah. Am I
0: remembering this correct? Yes, so your first attack, Action was to grapple, which you did. Then you tried to slap him, but uh, he put an arm up and kind of blocked it a little bit.
1: Go ahead. Do you know who Paracone is, did you hear me? Does he look like a sucker? I don't know. I'm gonna slap him again, and this time it's gonna land because I-, I got Righteous Fury. Slap, bam, make it connect. A 15? That is a hit. That's goddamn right, I slap him. Paracone pit Slap. Does he look like a sucker? No. I yes. I don't know. Then why are you trying to treat him like a sucker? And then I say, when you get to hell, I want you to remember this: the only thing cooler than cool. And then I pull up my club seat. It's ice cold, bitch. And then I'm gonna <laughs> slam my club seat down on top of his head. Twenty-three. Oh, you crack him so hard on top of the head. He's definitely injured by this.
0: But he's—you don't knock him unconscious or anything.
5: Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Please stop, I surrender. I surrender, I surrender to you.
1: (laughs) He has officially surrendered to you. (laughs) And then I said, where's the little one? (laughs) I got a bone to pick with him.
0: Well, you'll find out in just a moment. The uh, undead dragon turtle still unmoving uh, under its own weight continues to sink into the sand a little bit and its shell (laughs) continues to crack open uh, under your feet, Bunny. Uh, You'll be able to move out of the way, but you're pretty sure that this thing is just gonna fall apart right there under your feet. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, Brad, Silbeth makes her way down to the end of the dock and uh, Sheriff Danny Griffin is starting to take on water. What do you do? I am going to try to get him onto the dock. All right, thankfully, You've got Expeditious Retreat, which allows you a little extra bonus. You're able to get him out of the water, onto the dock, but you notice he's he's very badly wounded, and he's missing a wing. Thank you so much, Silbeth. Are you going to be okay, Sheriff, you think? I think I'm going to have to take some time off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
4: Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Is there anything else I can do for you right now? You know how to heal? I can heal myself a little bit, but I can't heal others.
0: Okay, well, get me back to my roost where I can rest up and make sure that these nasty pirates are are put in jail. Absolutely. That leaves the unconscious... Gripply down the beach about 60 feet and these zombies how are you guys going to deal with these zombies uh, well i still have a moonbeam up you know once it's clear that the dragon turtle is
3: no longer threat i will move the moonbeam over and that thing can start picking off zombies because it does radiant damage which is their bane and it makes them unable to regenerate Like, honestly, I would just dodge, like, you know, around is my action if I needed to. And then just, like, let the moon be and take care of them. They're too stupid.
0: You know, they'll just walk right into it. And with that, we are out of combat. (laughs) Wendell, since your focus has been on Calicroak Jack, uh, I'm going to let you know, Aaron, that he is going to start making death saving throws. Uh, But if you have anything you would like to do to prevent or hasten that, you can make that choice
2: yes um, Wendell is going to now that it looks like the zombies are in hand Wendell is going to go ahead and let that flaming sphere burn this sucker to a crisp Wow all right well he passed one death
0: save and then uh, fails two of them excellent as, as a critical hit and then uh, let's see now oh, he natural one on the final death save it is
2: done Calicroak Jack is toast is toast all right But he's not uh, gone forever, uh, because I cast Animate Dead on his corpse.
0: (laughs) Do you still have a spell slot? I do
2: have one left.
0: And with that, the former pirate Calicroak Jack's dead body lurches upright. And this undead is now under Wendell's control. Welcome back, Calichroak Jack. Tagpop7,
4: uh, perhaps you can carry Sheriff Griffin to his, his roost? Uh, I don't know if I'm strong enough to carry him. He's really big, and uh, we can take all these
0: pirates to the jail.
1: That sounds very reasonable. Here you
0: go. <laughs> and he hands Runt off to you.
5: Let go of me! I will not be taken alive!
0: <laughs> I say, shut up, Runt. You're going to jail. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the back of the crumbling dragon turtle shell, Bunny has a hold of the collar of Garth Greengrass's jacket, and Garth has surrendered to you. What do you say? What do you do?
1: I put him on my shoulders, and then I'm gonna, like, carry him down. You're not getting off that easy, dickhead. (laughs) And I would've like run down the turtle and get back to the crew, because it's been way too long. All right, you slide down the turtle shell, (laughs) and just as you jump off
0: onto the dock, the turtle shell completely splits open, and the stench is amazingly horrible, (laughs) and completely fills the air. Seagulls swoop in by the hundreds.
3: Clubhead finishes off the the last zombie by shoving it into the (laughs) moonbeam. Once they're all dead, he shuts off the moonbeam and is like, Hey, yeah, uh, I thought I heard Dandy Griffin saying something about needing healing.
4: Where is he at? Uh, he's he's in the arms of Pub 7 over there. oh uh, is he, like, cradling him like a baby? Like a big feathery baby?
5: You are my big feathery baby. I will
1: save you.
3: <laughs> yep. Oh,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, hold on. Hey, wait, Pub. I can do some healing for him.
0: Okay. And he
3: brings him over. Oh, oh, Dandy. Oh, oh. My poor friend, what have they
0: done to you? I'm so cold, Clubhead. <laughs> Will I ever fly again? Oh, well, um,
5: probably not. <laughs>
3: but maybe, hopefully, here, let me try this. I close my eyes and I begin chanting like a low sort of like humming chant and all sorts of uh, green sparkly spores begin to rise up. Uh, from my body and they form like a swirling aura around me uh, because I'm casting aura of vitality with one of my third level slots. And so this will last for a minute and I'm concentrating on it. Every round during that minute, I can choose a creature to regain 2d6 hit points. And so I'm just gonna keep healing him for 2d6 hit points until he tells me to stop or I run out of time.
0: (laughs) All right. Wendell, you have just animated the corpse of the deceased Calichroak Jack, and as his zombie rises to his feet, you notice he's carrying a satchel, and sticking out of the end of that satchel is the handle of what appears to be a magical rod. Wendell grabs the bag and the
2: rod. Nice.
0: Yes. Now, all of this stuff is sort of happening at the same time. Silbeth, you're taking custody of Runt. And Clubhead, you're healing the sheriff. And Wendell, you've got a new zombie companion you're bringing (laughs) over to the docks to meet the rest of the party. And Bunny, you're sliding down the back of this exploded-out turtle shell (laughs) carrying (laughs) Garth Greengrass over your shoulder. Your feet hit the docks. Everybody looks up. It's Bunny DePayne! Guys, I'm back! Bunny. Oh, hey, Bunny. How's it going? I
4: I, I don't... Wow, <laughs> this is... A, I, uh... I
1: run over and hug Silbeth. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? God. Okay, look. I've never been more alive, guys. So, one, my bad about the whole dying thing. It wasn't my plan. Uh, <laughs> sorry I didn't get the money back. But yeah. I met a deity. What? Named Paracombe. I met... I saw my granddad dude like so it turns out there's an afterlife in case you were wondering pretty cool they got some delicious apples anyways talked to my granddad i went through this door and then this door there was like this amazing hall and it was like all kinds of creatures and then i see these like guys right and this is like little sadder dude and he was about to get the hands put on him and you know me dead or not we defend the small so i go to like try to defend him and long story less long on that part, you know me, baby, it's Buddy the Pain. I'm gonna take care of business, except with that little runt dude over there. But we'll get to him, he sucks. So I rescue him, it turns out his name is Paracon, that's why I was screaming in like a madman, cause I made a deal with him to come back. I have to spread the good news of Paracon. What? Like, he's not a big guy, you know, it's not like a Tiamat. He's an up and comer, <laughs> kinda like your boy, kinda like the Whoop Troop, but more importantly, I'm back, and I feel like I have to say this. So, from the time I was a kid, right, I went to this monastery, and then, like, I, I bounced around a lot, and one of the main things I talked to my granddad about was I felt like there was more to do, and then, more importantly, I felt like there was more to say to you guys. More importantly, you're the only consistent family I've kind of, like, ever had, and dying without being able to tell you guys how much you matter sucked. I love you guys, whoop whoop troop forever. I do have to kind of make a temple to the Paracon, but I mean, we already got a wrestling gym. He just wants me to whoop ass and say his name a lot. I already talked too much, I think it'll be fine. And then I, I group hug everybody. <laughs>
2: yeah, group hug. That's an amazing story, buddy. It's so good to have you back. Yeah. I think we're all in shock. I don't think it, it didn't seem like it was possible.
0: The people of Merchant Harbor are immediately elated to know that you, the Whoop Whoop Troop, have solved the problem that uh, was about to destroy their entire community. Uh, And then they are horrified to see a giant rotting dragon turtle corpse in various pieces in the bay, next to two ships that have been completely destroyed. I guess we didn't save everyone. Those poor ships, they're ruined. <laughs> Those ships belong to a land called Tan. Oh, <laughs> never mind.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coltan's going to be mighty pissed off because his ship was destroyed by that dragon ship. Yeah, oh, he's going to be mad.
4: <laughs> I would like to ask the gnolls, um what did you do with the chest of money
0: that belongs to my in-laws? Runt says,
5: Don't tell him! Don't tell him! That's a retirement! And then Garth says, Now, now, runt. They have a right to know what I did with it. I buried it down on the beach, not far from where we found it in that uh, ruined house. Okay, once you're in
4: jail, I'm going to go check that out. And if you're lying to me, I have a lot of really nasty spells that I could unleash on you. I get it.
5: I get it. I saw what you did to me. I... I'm not lying. Okay. I'm not lying. My humblest apologies. I was just doing what my captain requested I'd do. Sure. Yeah, that's what they all say. Just following orders.
2: Speaking of your captain, everyone, I'd like to welcome a new member to the Whoop Whoop Troop. It's Calicrup Jack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You replaced me that fast, Wendell? I'm hurt. I can't believe you. (laughs) <laughs> so what have you guys been up to? What have we been up to? Oh, hey, we met that guy, Kyle. The guy everybody hates?
2: Yeah, it turns out he's actually kind of an okay guy. Uh, we, we went to his house. Yeah, he's a pretty nice guy, actually. He's Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. He threw us in a pit with some zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds worse than it was. <laughs> Gave us a chance to sp- <laughs> spread the word about... Uh, the wrestling gym to to all of his employees and the people that work for him out there. It was great. Clubhead uh, grappled him. You should have seen it. It was amazing. And it wasn't
4: just any zombie. It was a zombie of Skull, the Barbarian. Yeah, but then
3: later we saw another undead Skull and also an undead Glory and Glory Seeker. So we're pretty sure that, like, all of the people who've gone down in the mines and died all their bodies are, like, being brought back to life as zombies.
1: Okay, that's a lot. So Skull is alive, but his zombie fo- Is this a Madam Schmoopy thing? Well, here, take a look at this. I
3: point at Bunny's, like, sliced-in-half undead carcass on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? That's you. Except not really you. That's your meat body, uh, cut in half.
1: I-, I walk over to it and I... <laughs> like look at his face look at, it's like staring in a slightly less handsome mirror this is <laughs> this is crazy yeah so imagine if you
3: died a bunch of times and then all of your old meat bodies you know turned into
4: zombies
1: hey zombie mm.
4: oh yeah and my mother-in-law kind of burned down the kitchen uh, of Zark Coppertop and we're kind of uh, kind of kicked out sort of right now <laughs> oh uh, yeah.
1: uh, okay look um, Silbeth, so I love you. You're great, and I mean this with all due respect. If I see her near a goddamn pot again, I'm going to lose my mind. Keep her out the kitchen, please.
4: Yeah, ah. yeah, she's 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 kind of a train. I mean, uh, a a wagon wreck. <laughs> she's a wagon wreck. <laughs> yeah. In a- in the kitchen. Yeah,
3: we are having some problems with Ronaldo's gym right now.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's Orlando, but don't worry about it. Also, is Mudi safe? Uh yeah, yeah. She's safe. She's staying at the hillside inn. Okay. awesome. um, guys, um since you've been doing a lot of dope stuff with I mean, there's one other thing. There is a goddess named Lyra. And she's like a goddess of lies. Paracone told me for me to come back, I had to agree to find her, like, disciple. Have you heard any talk of a goddess of lies or anything like that? I have to, I don't know who it could be. This whole town is sketchy as hell. There's zombies of everybody, including myself. I don't know if you've gotten word. Can I make
3: a religion check to actually about both of those deities he mentioned? Paracone as well? Sure. Okay. Sure, sure. First one will be Paracone 10. Yeah, I got a 10 and a
4: 9. I'll do it too.
0: Okay, you got a 19 on a sleight of hand check, Brad, but a 19 (laughs) on that would be like a 22 on a religion check, so you're fine. Right. Ooh! So Silbeth knows probably the most out of all of you, uh, usually about religious things. Uh, Paracone does not ring a bell for any of you. Hmm. Lara, though, yeah, you've heard the name Lara before. In fact, you recently were told that somebody that you've been doing business with is a follower of Lara. She is a cleric of Lara, the goddess of deception. Do you remember who that is? Yeah, Madame Schmoopy.
1: What? Right,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, this sucks. Cause she oh well, actually, no, I cut off a toe for no reason. And one thing at a time. One thing at a time, Bunny.
4: Yeah, we we can't quite figure out Madam Shmoopy right now. Madam Schmoopy is a cleric of Lara, and uh, you said that Paracone sent you back to,
1: like, find her or something? So, Paracone is kind of like her rival god. Oh. And, but he's, like, about, like, more, like true entertainment joviality right like that's he was a wrestling fan that's kind of why he tapped me you probably really haven't heard of him i'm his first patron which by the way shout out your boy bunny number one once again but um yeah she's a goddess of deception and she's she's just meddling and stuff and her follower needs to be stopped uh he didn't really explain what she's doing but guys goddess of deception can't be that good Paracone said uncover
0: that person's deceptions uh bring them out into the light so that people can see that they've been deceived and then that will take the power away thank you and a reminder for the rest of the guys uh remember madam schmoopy said those gnolls have a magical rod i need that back yeah i remember that
2: Maybe we could use this rod to try to get her to reveal what's going on. Here. Maybe. What do you think it does? Do we know what it does? Hmm.
1: Is it magical, Wendell? You're a magic guy. Can you check it for magic?
3: I mean, you're pretty magical. Coming back to life from uh, a lightning bolt out of the sky. So.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been here the whole time. That I pointed at the zombie. <laughs> hey, zombie. Are you still? Are you still doing stuff? <laughs> Wait, was that it yet? Uh, all right, I pick him up and like put your arms around me. I want to carry him like a backpack almost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right, your corpse is an animated dead backpack. That's what
1: I've always wanted. Thank you. <laughs> is there a reason she didn't bring me back? Like this is all weird. You know what I mean? She said she was tired. In fact, she sent us to get this
3: rod, and she said she was like, you know, when uh, you give me the rod, then, you know, then I'll, fe- I'll feel good enough to bring your friend back.
2: Another lie right there, I bet. She would at least have to explain and tell the truth about She'd have to come clean if she wants this rod. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or, get, or give her some truth serum. But I mean, could we trust her, anyways?
3: Everything that she said has seemed like. It was the truth. She's very, very difficult woman to read. Perhaps because she's literally a cleric of the goddess of lies, it might be hard to tell when, <laughs> when she's telling a lie.
4: I, I'm starting to think that my initial uh, sort of mistrust of her was, was well warranted. Where did Calicroak Jack get this, rod?
1: RUT! Um, do you know what this does? Mm. I'm not talking to you. I slap him in the mouth. Gah! Nah, I'm not telling. You know what? I respect the fact that you don't want to be a snitch. I respect that. But you have to respect the fact you stabbed me 17 times in the chest! (laughs) I am at my wits. I'm a nice guy. I like doing backflips and throwing my one bad friend around and then seeing cool mushroom shit and fog clouds with my homies. I'm not meant to be stabbed that much. How what which one's your what hand do you write with?
5: Hey, hey, hey. I, I can tell things are gonna get out of hand here," says Garth, the large knoll. <laughs> uh, and no pun intended by that either. Um, before you go breaking my uh, friend's hand here, uh, let me just tell you: uh, we were sent to get that rod by uh, Calicroak Jack back when he walked among the living. Wait, so you stole it from us? Yes, we did. Well, how did he? How did Cal? How did he know about it? It used to belong to him, he said. And he never told you what it was? That's how he brought the dragon turtle uh, into its
2: animated state. And he used the rod to bring it back to life?
5: Well, it
4: sounds like it can animate dead, but also he was, he was shooting it at us. Oh. So it can also damage, apparently. Pretty
2: powerful rod, then. Yes. That must be what this wand does. Perhaps we need to sleep
4: and... Uh, Maybe you can t- you can talk to Calicroak Jack with your s- with your spell, Wendell. I have to
2: kill him, but I just animated him. I don't want to kill him and then talk to him. I hope we have uh, 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 some time to get some rest then, because it sounds like I'm going to be very busy. Or maybe I could use this rod to bring him back after I, uh, we talk to him if I can figure out how to use it.
5: You know, he al- he always wanted it back. He didn't, he didn't know for sure who had it, and then he heard about some crazy business on Crow Island with people resurrecting folks, and he figured that's probably what it was.
3: Was Calicroak Jack also on Jed's crew?
5: Yeah, he was the first mate. Wow. <laughs> we mutinied him. Then the dragon turtle attacked about that same time. Me and Runt and Calicroak ended up down on the beach, washed up next to this rotten dragon turtle. Well, we'll know where to find you
3: guys, Garth and, and uh, Runt, because you're going to be in jail.
2: And make sure that Madam Smoopy is not allowed to visit them. And if they give her information, it could cause more problems like the problems we just had where Dandy Griffin was almost killed and all these bad things happened. So it's of the utmost importance that she is not allowed to talk to them. And let the prisoners know if they give M- Madam Smoopy any information that we will kill them dead. All right, so you got some business to take
0: care of. You got to take the two Knolls to jail, Garth Greengrass and Runt. You have to find a replacement for the sheriff. He's out of commission for who knows how long. You should speak to Madame Smoopy and figure out what this rod is. Your reputation with the townsfolk could not be much better. You have saved Merchant Harbor. Unfortunately, you also have one and a half zombies with you, and that might not be cool with everyone here that is where we will end this episode of the Valley of Green Gold. Thank you for enjoying episode 43 of the Valley of Green Gold. If you would like to stay connected with us, ask us questions, share theories or artwork, or just discuss the stuff that's happening in the Valley of Green Gold, or uh, have questions about our new live stream that starts at the end of January, you can gain access to our Rated RPG Discord server. That's the best place to get in touch with us. Become a Patreon supporter at any tier or level, and you will have access to the Rated RPG Discord. Or you can just ask us and we'll invite you in. Go to ratedrpgpodcast.com to get into Touch. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for making Rated RPG happen. Freckled One, Addixam, Sam, PJ Sherman, and Bossa Nova Bill. Many thanks to the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. Members in good standing include Ooglaset, Holly Summers, and the legend Shane loves games. All hail the GPB. Thank you to Lord Deputy Chris Fail vale for all the support of Rated RPG and our Dukes. The Wizard Weary, Duke of Lux, and the Dukes Turtle and Crow. Y'all have been instrumental in making Rated RPG happen. Thank you to our Merchant Harbor Gazette tier Super Justin64, Sean Duncan, Spidey Mouse, Jackson Wynn, and Brian Smallberries for supporting local journalism here in Merchant Harbor. Tis the season for holiday rituals on Crow Island, and even though Merchant Harbor is in really rough shape right now, the residents are doing what they can to share share their culture with the other residents. There's some unique traditions. For example, Will Parker has constructed a straw effigy of Mama Horku, a uh, rust monster of legend that comes into your home on first moonfall. You leave a silver candlestick out for her, she eats it and poops out a a blessing for you. And then Kate Slauson builds a pyramid of barrels full of aromatic oils in honor of Moffat the Dragonface, a kobold uh, that teleports around, delivering hats made of fruit leather. Well, unfortunately, the oil barrel pyramid fell over onto the straw effigy, and then the whole lot went up because of the silver candlestick. And so we scooped up what we could of Will and Kate, put them in another bucket. We've got like four of them going right now because nobody's doing resurrections around here. As soon as we get that figured out, I promise you we're going to get you all resurrected. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone around ye old gaming table, thank you for enjoying the Rated RPG Podcast.